from book of Job, chapter 1, verses 1. And the Bible reads, In the land of Uz there lived a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. He had seven sons and three daughters, and he owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 donkeys, and had a large number of servants. He was the greatest man among all the people of the East. His sons used to take turns holding feasts in their homes, and they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would send and have them purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them, thinking, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular custom. Job's story is a very well-known story, and we want to study them this morning to see if, if we can learn something from Job. And the Bible says Job was what kind of man? Righteous, blameless, upright, shunned evil. All the good things that you can imagine, that's who Job was. And he had how many children? Seven sons and three daughters. We go, wow, that's a lot of children. Back then, what, was, what, does that, what did that mean, having a lot of children? God blessed them. That's what that meant. God blessed them abundantly. And what was his position? What did he have? The animals that he had. Well, nowadays, if you say, okay, what, what, what do you have? What's your position? You go like, okay, this is my house. This is my land. Uh, these are my cars, properties, stock market savings. That's how we count how much money we have back then, how much land you had, how many animals you had. That was it. And how many did he have? 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen. That means 1,000 bulls, 500 female donkeys, and a very large number of servants. This guy was rich. He had a lot of blessing, as other people see it. And then the test comes. Now, we, don't, we didn't have time to read the whole thing, but what was the test like? What happened to him on that day? He was sitting, and what of what he had was taken away? Basically, everything he had. So he says in verse 14 of chapter 1, it says, Sabians swooped down and took out, took the oxen and the donkeys. While this guy was still speaking, the servant who came to report this, still speaking, in verse 16, fire of God fell from heaven and burned and consumed the sheep and the servants. The sheep that he had, all gone, and the servants. And verse 17, while yet he was speaking, another servant came, and the, the Chaldeans formed three bands, raided the camels, and took them away. While that was still going on, the report was still going on, in verse 18, a mighty wind swept in from the desert and struck the four corners of the house while all ten children were having a feast, probably a birthday party. And it collapsed and 
killed everyone in the house. I'm the only one who escaped to tell you what had happened. Now, on that day, all his possession, everything he had, he had were gone. Killed, burned, um, stolen, died. Everything, including his children. Can you imagine? Don't raise your hand. Do not raise your hand. But how many of you have been laid off? How many of you, of you have gone through bankruptcy? How many of your house have been foreclosed? Short sale. How many of you have lost your family member? How many of you have lost your children? Lost your spouse? Just thinking about those things are very emotional. It's just very hard to go through that. But this guy has gone through all of that in a matter of maybe 10 minutes. Can you just wrap your head around this and, and just try to fathom what was going on in Job's heart? And what was Job's response to this test? That he, he, I mean, he had no, we know the reason why. Satan was angry and he was trying to test him, test God and test Job. But Job had no clue what's going on. And after hearing all the report that he had lost everything, this is his response. And Job 1, 21, 20 and 21 says, Then Job stood up, tore his robe, and shaved his head. He fell to the ground and worshipped, saying, Naked I came from the mother's womb, and naked I shall return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Here is a guy who has lost everything, and this guy does what? He falls down and he worships God. If you get a call from your kid's school and saying that your kid just gotten into an accident and he's in the ER, what do you think is the first thing you would do? You would drop what you're doing, you run to the hospital. You will talk to the medical team, making sure your kid is okay. After, if a surgery is needed, or whatever necessary step is taken, and then maybe you can come home and say, you know what, thank God that he or she is okay. Wouldn't that be the logical thing to do? If your house had been destroyed, if you lost your job, something, your bank account is hacked and everything is gone, your stock market crashed and you lost all your stocks, whatever that may be, if something had happened, the first thing you would do is it to bow down and worship God and say, blessed be the name of the Lord? That's the opposite of what we normally think. But this guy does that. Who is this guy? If you just think about it, wouldn't you, like, wouldn't you complain? Wouldn't you be bitter toward God? Like, God, first of all, you would, it would take some time for it, it to hit you, like the shock. It would take some time for you to actually process this. But then wouldn't you be angry at God? Wouldn't you be upset about the wind and the fire and, and the thieves? Wouldn't you, like, curse them? But Job 
does none of that. He just says, blessed be the name of the Lord. Naked I came from the mother's womb, and naked I shall return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. We just don't get it. But you know, if you can just think about what Satan can do, all the troubles that Job just went through, who caused all this trouble? It was Satan. Now, just, let's just think about this. What kind of power does Satan have to bring on us? Can he bring, can he cause storms? Bad weather? It said, the servant said, the fire of God came down from heaven. Was it the fire from God? No, it was actually the fire from Satan. But to us, it looks like fire from God, like a judgment. That's what it looked like to that servant's eye. And as a matter of fact, everyone else in the town, including his close friends, Eyes, it looked like the fire from God came down. The judgment, upon, judgment of God came upon him because he had done something wrong when he did nothing wrong. And when all of these things happened, and even the death of his children were caused by Satan. Can Satan kill people? Yes. And he's ready to kill anybody, everybody, as many people as he could. He just does not have God's permission. Oh, if he has the permission from God, oh yeah, he will just go just like that. Like the shooting that happened? Yeah, very easy for Satan to do. And he's really good at doing that and putting it on Christians, what God-fearing people. Oh, because of you guys, this happened. He would do that at any time. So we just need to be careful of what we think of what's happening around us. Satan brings all the trouble. And only those things happen to Christians when we can bear. Remember 1 Corinthians 10, 13? It says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He, is not, he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear, but when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so you can endure it. Only the test that we can bear in God's eyes, then he would allow this to happen. And when God saw that Job had enough faith to go through this, then he allowed Job to go through this. And after the first test, Job still did not sin. Amazing guy. And Satan wasn't done. And Satan goes to God and says, you know what? Well, God said, like, did you see Job? He's such a faithful guy, and he will worship me for whatever. And Satan was like, well, you know what? Skin for skin. And a man would give up everything he has to save his own life. But you didn't touch his life. I mean, he lost everything, but he still has his life. Just go ahead and, like, do something to his own body. Then he will curse God. And God says, very well, go ahead and do your worst, but just don't kill him. And Satan goes like, yes. And he goes, and what does he do? He strikes him with sores or boils. And he, Job has this boils from his, the top of his head to the toes. 
It's so bad that he's sitting on ashes, scraping his skin with a broken, uh, like a, sh- a broken pottery. He couldn't use his fingers. It's not, not enough. He's using a broken piece of pottery to scrape his boils. While he's mourning for his children, going through all that. And what does he say at this time? He still did not sin. He still did not sin. And then his wife speaks up. (laughs) What did she say? It says in Job chapter 2, verse 9, Then Job's wife said to him, Do you still retain your integrity? Curse God and die. Just, Just curse God and die. Now, if Job dies, what does she gain? Think about this. This woman went through the same thing, probably worse than what Job did, because she's a mother of the children. So she went through the same pain, same agony, same troubles. And now her anger is just just overwhelming. She can't take it. And probably she just took it out on Job. Just say, you know what? I don't want to see you. Just curse God and die. She doesn't gain anything from that. And actually, it will be more difficult for her but she just, she, just got, she just gets angry, just took it off, took it out on, on Job. At this point, most people will be like, you just said what? <laughs> and you'd be, you'd be angry. But Job says, you speak like a foolish woman. And Job still did not get angry. It's not only that. You know, when you think about it, his reputation. Before all this happened, what do you think other people in town would think of Job? Do you think they would think of him as a blessed man? Yes. The guy who is very rich, he's blessed. He has all the signs of a blessing of God. Very righteous man. Very godly man. Everyone will respect him. But at the end of the troubles, the first and the second trouble that he, the troubles that he went through, this is what Job said in Job 19, verse 14 to 19. He says, My relatives have gone away. My, friend, my closest friend have for, uh, forgotten me. My guests and female servants count me a foreigner. I summon my servant, but he doesn't answer me. My breath is offensive to my wife. Even the little boys scorn me. When I appear, they ridicule me. So this is what Job says. People who would look at me and, and respect me in town, now they scorn me, ridicule me. My breath is offensive to my wife. So everybody around, around him thinks of him as, you know what? He got what he deserved. He had done something terribly wrong. Otherwise, God would not curse him like this. Oh, look at him. This is what he deserved. And he got that. And now they're making fun of him. Now, has Job done anything wrong? No. He had done nothing wrong. All he had done wrong was that he respected God and he was righteous and he's being tested. Now, let me ask you a question. Was Satan given the permission to do anything except killing Job's life? 
Yes. That's why all his positions were taken away. His 10 children, if they were married, more family members, their spouse and maybe children, Job's grandchildren, they all died in one day. But let me ask you a question. Why didn't Satan kill Job's wife? He could have killed her. Killed her too. But his wife was not killed. And what does she do? Is she helping, supporting Job? Honey, we have to pray together. We can do it. Let's just pray and it'll be okay. She doesn't do that. She says, curse God and die. That's what she does. <laughs> and I think, well, no offense to Job's wife, but she's just being honest, just being herself. And say, you know what? I can't take it anymore, honey. This is it. It's just better for us to die. It's just the, the pain that we are going through is just too much. I would rather die than live like this. Probably they were living hell. But Satan didn't do that, didn't kill her so that he could use her to attack Job from within. That's what he did. He's smart. And he, he did that. He did that. And Job's reply was that he, he, he didn't get upset. And he was just still worshiping God. And from Job chapter 3 to 36, his friends come and it's the long conversation of him and his friends. And Job 37 to 41 chapter, God shows his greatness. And Job chapter 32, Job repents and God rebukes Job's friends and God blesses Job with the double portion of blessing. Now, let me ask you a question. When did Job's agony end? How did it end? Do you know what happened? Job chapter 42, verse 10. This is what it says. After Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. After he had done what? Prayed for his friends. Now, these three friends of him, when they came, did they understand Job? No. All they did was causing aggravation. They were like, okay, please be quiet. That's better for me. Please go away. You are causing, giving me more trouble, more headache. That's all they did. But Job prayed for his friends. After that, God restored him. Does Job remind you of someone? Someone who is praying for people who, people who like don't understand him, score him? Someone who will cause more trouble? It's actually Jesus. Didn't Jesus pray for the people who actually persecuted him and crucified him on the cross? Job does exactly that. After that, God restored him and blessed him. Now, God blessed him exactly double. He had 7,000 sheep. How many sheep does he have now? 14,000. It's, it's a small math class. 3,000 camels. Now he has 6,000 camels. And 500 yoke of oxen. Now he has 1,000. So that's 2,000 bulls. And he had 500 female, female donkeys. Now he has 
1,000 female donkeys. Yes, double. He had 10 children, and now he has how many children? 10 or 20? Seven sons, three daughters, just like before. Okay, wait a second. God blessed them double of everything. Why, doesn't, why didn't God give him 20 children? Why 10? <laughs> why? Because when Job goes to heaven, and if his children were faithful to God, just like, I mean, it, there's no guarantee, but the way how the story flows and the way how they are killed, they became the target of Satan and they just got killed. And Job, if you can look at the example of Job's life and the way how he would sacrifice, give sacrifice for his children, they, I could safely say they will be saved in heaven. So when he goes to heaven, his family will be complete. He will have 20 children, 14 sons and six daughters. That's probably another reason why. That's probably the reason why God only allowed him to have 10 children, not 20. Question. Why didn't God give him another wife? <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> oh, that's the reason. Pro probably she didn't die, right? Had she died, there would be no more 10 children, right? And had she died, God could have given him a new wife. But she didn't die because Bible is, is promoting polygamy or monogamy? One wife. One wife. So you have one wife, that's enough. And that tells you that Job's life was complete and restored. Now, why did God bless him double? I mean, he could have just given him just regular blessing. Same, restored him back to, okay, you know what? You had this many animals, now you have this many animals back. It's equal now. Why did God bless him double? In the Bible, there's something about double portion of blessing. What, what's that? What's that kind of blessing? Who receives the first double portion of blessing? Firstborn son. Remember the story of Elisha? He, now, he became the firstborn son, uh, or the adopted son of kind of of elijah now all the story of like the the parable of the prodigal son we know that the firstborn sons will receive the double portion of blessing when job went through the test god is now saying you know what you can now be my firstborn son you know the reason why they receive double portion they're the firstborns so yes you become you carry on the birthright, and the family name. Yes. At the, same at the same time, they're given the twice much as all the other brothers so they can take care of the parents. That's the reason why. Now, Job is given the right to take care of God in one sense. I mean, physically, it's not possible, but what I'm saying is that now he, is, he has passed the test. Now you can represent the family name. Now you can take care of or protect or care for God. Now, did, God, Job, did Job do that? Did Job 
save God's face? Yes. Had Job could have failed the test? Do you think there was a chance that he could have failed the test? Yes, absolutely. After the first test, maybe okay, but after the second test, he was like, you know what, God, this is too much. I I give up. Just, Just kill me and die. Elijah did it. You know, he did that. Job could have done it. But God trusted in Job. And I think, brother, I think you can do it. Son, I think you can do it. And Job did it without knowing any reason, any background whatsoever. Blessed be the name of the Lord. When Job did it, and God's face was saved, Satan, if had he failed, Satan could have been like, yeah, you see that? You're like, God, you're wrong. I was right. He could have done that. But now, Satan is defeated. God won the victory because of Job. Now, is Satan winning the victory because of you and me? Or is God winning the victory because of you and me? Are we being like Job? Or are we being like his wife? Do you think Job had lots of questions? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. He had millions of questions. Yeah, I mean, we can read about his questions. He's cursing the day of his birth. He's cursing all the things like, you know, I wish my mother did not conceive me. I wish the day was not there so that I don't have to go through this. He's questioning all of that, but he's not standing up against God. Friends, do you want to have this kind of faith? In Job 23, verse 10, But he knows the way that I take. When he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. Job 1, 12, Naked I came from the mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job 19, 25, For I know my, that my Redeemer lives, that in the, in the end he will stand on the earth. May these be our prayer when we go through difficult times, trials, sickness, and betrayal. I know many of us have gone through very difficult times. Some of us may have lost our jobs. Some of us may have lost a lot of money. Some of us may have been cheated, defeated, bankruptcy, whatever that may be. Job has gone through a lot more, yet he was still faithful. I pray that when we go through the troubles and difficulty, instead of complaining, let us learn from Job. And let these be our prayers. How many of you want to say that Job's prayer want to be my prayer? I pray that God will bless us so that we would be faithful as Job was. Let us pray. Father God in heaven, we learn from Job that he was faithful till the end. And God trusted Job and your face was saved because of him. Lord, it's very easy for us to get angry with God and get upset or just just be very upset about all things what's happening around us. But Lord, help us so that the prayers that Job offered will be our prayers so that we would know that God is there and we would not curse God. We would bless God's name. Please be with each and every one of us. 
so that we will be like Job. We will stand as firm as Job. We will have Job's faith. Bless us, Lord. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise team, please come on up and sing the